0: Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5 D reality, then check me out. Book a clarity call and let's get chatting. Hey everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Release Your Blocks with Victoria Bond. We have a special guest, Philip Andrews. Welcome today, Philip.
1: Hi Victoria, really great to be here and have a chat with you and everybody else.
0: Yeah, and I'm excited because I've been wanting you to be on my podcast for quite a while. So, Philip, you have a Facebook group called High Evolution. You are a Reiki master, holistic practitioner and um, what we like to call a seeker of truth because you've done many different modalities but the coolest thing about you is you're super interested in the history of planet Earth, what is happening now, the new healing that's coming in, the DNA and all the things. So I'm really excited about this conversation.
1: Yeah, um, I've been... Learning this stuff for such a long time, like my journey started that I know of in 1998 and I found I had an ability to divine things, you know, like water and anything which had any sort of energy flow to it. And uh, that led into me wanting to learn what was behind it, where it came from, how it worked. And um, and so that just led into a whole journey of, of discovery. And I've taken bits from all over the place, um, and one of the key things along the way was discovering um, something called the Rantha School of Enlightenment in, in the United States. Um, and that was really a big springboard for my learning. Um, so, well, just two seconds on Rantha. Um, he was alive at the time of Atlantis and Lemuria. Um, this is after Lemuria had sunk be- below the waves and a lot of the Lemurians were living um, with the Atlanteans, okay? Um, Their societies at that time were starting to break down. This is towards the end times, and he was um, the first person to actually wage war on the face of the earth um, because he rose up up against against injustices and went on the rampage at those times and um, wage war basically against anybody who he saw as being an oppressor. So what happened was um, he nearly got killed in one of his little battles, Um, and so his followers took him, and this was in the Himalayas, um, uh, near the Indus River where this happened, and then in his healing process, he spent maybe three years um, healing from his injuries and went into meditation and studied nature. And through studying nature and feeling into it, he actually became an enlightened person. Um, and then he sort of saw the whole duality of his existence because being coming from a Lemurian background, he um, they are very much focused on the spiritual side of existence. Whereas the Atlanteans, although they were an advanced civilization, they were very much more on the physical, and I compare that to like the Western world and the Eastern world that we have here today. So um, he became enlightened at that time, and in the um, I think it's the Hindu text in that he has mentioned, and there he is called Ram. So, so the Indian deity Ram um, was actually Ramtha, um, and he ascended in front of his um, people on the banks of the Indus River whenever that time was. And basically he just kept on raising his vibration until his whole body glowed, and he just like, rose in the air um, when he left. So he's now one of the ascended masters. So a lot of my um, – so fast forward to about the 1970s, um, a lady in the States called Jay-Z Knight – Um, started channeling him, and in previous lifetimes, she had been, um, I think, one of his daughters. Um, So she started channeling him, and so she set up this school called the Rantha School of Enlightenment, and she's channeled a whole bunch of books. And there's two books in particular had an impact on me, and one was called um, Rantha, A Master's Reflection on the History of Humanity. So it's, um, there's two books, part one and part two, and that was the basis of my learning and everything that I've found since then has just reinforced what those books have taught me and, um, and enhanced on, on that basis of knowledge. So um, one of the things which has been fascinating me recently is what's happening on the earth plane at the moment and everybody's starting to up level and starting to ascend and and, and ha- where that's come from and the how and the why of all of this. Um, so I guess that's what this podcast is a little bit about, um, how we came to be here in this position.
0: Yeah, and can we goes- just, um, just for a second, to go back a little bit, for those who don't understand about Atl- Atlantis and Lemuria, um what what exactly is that I know it's it's a very long story and we could probably talk about for five hours on it but can you just break down what that is a little bit because of course we were taught about Adam and Eve and you know a lot of us were brought up um with the bible and it, it doesn't really I don't know if it says that type of stuff in the bible so when I know it's a different philosophy and I know that um we're really going to delve a little bit into Star Seeds and the Ascended Masters. And I know that you're very spiritually um, connected. <laughs> I know you well enough to know how spiritually yep. connected you are. So could you just tell us a little bit about that so we um, have an understanding, so our listeners to have an understanding?
1: So the earth was originally designed and made. It was designed and made to be a place for... Um, beings from all over the multiverses to come and study and learn and um, uh, up-level, up-level themselves it was a place of, of sharing knowledge and learning and um, to experience um, uh, spiritual development and growth and, and sharing that with, with other beings. That was how the earth was designed and it, and it was like that for a long time. Um, that's where Lemuria and Atlantis come in. They were, um, the Lemurians were shapeshifters. They were 5D beings. And um, the Atlanteans were also very evolved. They um, were a lot into um, crystal technology and working with the Earth energies. There was another group of beings on the planet at the same time um, that we would call the reptilians. Um, So there are all these different groups on the Earth all at the same time. Um, Also happening at the same time were um, the beings evolving here, which became us. That is the, um, okay, I'm going to be a little bit, crude, I suppose, in my description, but, but the apes who are still swinging through the trees, right? Um, so all the stuff was happening on the earth all at the same time. Um, don't want to go into too much of, of what happened there because that's going to detract from the story that we want to tell now. Um, but these reptilian beings, they were um, about power and control. They are very much 4D beings. Um, which means that um, being 4D, they have the knowledge of spiritual stuff, but they can't connect um, in the way that um, 5D beings can, so they have to use tools, all right? Um, So anyway, they engineered the demise of Lemuria and Atlantis. They actually caused the catastrophes which led to their destruction. Um, don't need to go into into that because that's going to detract from today's story. Um, So where are we going from here? Um, Lost my thread a little bit. Um, So then that's what happened. Um, What we need to talk about now is where we actually came from in a much more galactic sense. And if we go way back before the Earth, um, we go back to a planet called Lyra, and I believe it's maybe in the one of the Palladian constellations, and that is where many of the races that are throughout the universe originated from. So from Lyra, you have the Anunnaki, you have the Palladians, the Arcturians, um, the Andromedians. I hope I've said that right. I said Arcturians. Some of the greys have their origin have their origins there as well. And there are some more which I don't have names for as well. So basically, this planet called Lyra is where a lot of the conscious beings evolved and then they spread through universes. And then they started to interbreed with each other as well. So each of these groups went on their own path of evolvement, but then They meet up with others, and so then you get hybrids, right? Um, So then they spread throughout um, the universe, and in doing so, they came up against the reptilian races as well. And, of course, the reptilians are so totally different, and you think Star Wars is um, is a big deal in in the battles which happen. Star Wars is pretty lukewarm compared to what's actually been happening. Um, And what's – yeah, okay, enough about that. Um, So then one of these groups, the Anunnaki, um, they don't have the name of the planet that they are from, but um, they, their planet, was having some issues, and to save their planet, they came here to mine gold and what they were doing, they, they came here to mine gold to um, form it into a very fine powder, which they released into their atmosphere to reflect um, some of the um, harmful rays from the sun, their sun, whatever it was doing. I don't know enough about that, but they came here to mine gold. Um, that was Lemuria and Atlantis were here at that time, and um, The reptilians were here at that time. And so what happened was they found there was enough gold here to suit their purposes. Um, They also needed a workforce to help them mine the gold. So then they came to look at these um, pre-human beings that were on the planet. And what they did is they mixed their DNA with the DNA of um, these beings and produced the early man. You no, know, like the the Neanderthals or whatever. Um, that provided them a workforce, and the reptilians got alongside them. And so, the Anunnaki were like the overlords, and the reptilians were like the um, uh, foreman of of this gold mining operation, if you like. So then that carried on. So. <clears throat> What happens then is you look at some of the um, ancient Egyptian um, symbology, and what you see are pictures of Anunnaki. You go to South America and you look at some of the um, pictographs on some of the um, uh, pyramids which have been built there, and you see very tall beings. You go to some of the jungles in in Malaysia um, where there are Large constructions and and there are um, s- s- stone chairs which are made for giant beings. You know, 10, ten or eleven foot tall beings. That's the Anunnaki, right? So they carried on mining. Um, what happened was the throughout the universe, there's something called the Galactic Federation of Light. And they um, promote, or they almost, one of their tasks is to make sure that the rules of the universe are obeyed. These are the rules of um, non-interference, free choice. There's about six different laws of the universe. Those are the only two that I have any real knowledge of. There are some others. Uh, laws of attraction, you know, that comes down to to, uh, non-interference and and free will. So the um, Galactic Federation of Light rock up and say to the Anunnaki and the reptilians, you are not abiding by these laws um, and you need to leave this planet. The Anunnaki at this stage said, yeah, that's fair enough. We've got what we need. So they disappeared reptilians um, fought back and said, no, we've been here for a long time, we've put a lot of effort into our existence on this uh, planet, we want to stay. And the Galactic Federation said, okay, you've got a point, but you must obey the laws of um, free will and non-interference and the other laws of the universe that that are in play. And they said, you can stay here if you make yourself totally invisible to the human population on this planet. So, which they agreed to. So all reference to the reptilians on the surface of the planet got removed. Um, so where would you go from here? So then we being the humans were then allowed to evolve and produce our own civilization which is based on what the Anunnaki left behind. Um, Now, the Anunnaki are not the only ones who came here and interfered with the DNA. And there are at least, now, some say five, some say seven um, groups. And what the difference there is, um, where these beings have evolved in other parts of the um, universe, you get the hybrids. So if you count a hybrid being as being, you count it as being one or two lines of DNA. If you count it as two, then you get seven groups of beings who have um, contributed to our DNA. And what's really interesting is they actually had reasons for doing this. Um, one of these groups or one of these lines of beings, they um, went down an evolutionary line where to reproduce, they clone themselves and they lost the ability to reproduce like we do, right? What they found what they is, is that um, they were all becoming so much alike, there wasn't enough variation in their makeup to um, allow them to evolve. Because when we evolve, there's a variation amongst us that makes life interesting that gets us all stirred up. Imagine everybody being a Victoria Bond or everybody being a Philip Andrews. What a boring place that would be. <laughs> <laughs> That's the path they were going down. So they introduced some of their DNA into ours and then they've been back here and they've been harvesting the results of that to try and improve their own life. That's just one group. Other groups have been here and been doing DNA experiments as well for their own purposes. And I don't know enough about details of that, so I'm not going to talk too much about that.
0: Can I ask you, Philip, so when we're talking about these beings being here now with us, now um, do you see that there are other beings within our human body? So do you people that are walking amongst us, right? So I know when we use the word, the reference, like starseed, I, I, I feel like I'm a starseed. I feel like I'm from another planet. I feel like I'm here for big things and yada, yada, yada. Um, so what, what do you know about that? Well, so what do you know about when you're saying this, you know, the DNA and um the, the, the hybrids and we're all these, these different, um, we've got these different things going on. Does that mean some of us walking around are reptilians? Does it mean that some of us are um different beings and we're not even aware of it or? Are there
1: humans walking around us that are literally
0: pretending
1: to be human? Um, I can almost say yes to all of that. So what I know is, well, I'll I'll go down, I'll start with one thing. So um, when the Anunnaki um, improved our DNA from from their point of view, it was a win-win situation. They improved the um, DNA of the knuckle draggers that were here, and we became upright beings walking around on the earth. And um, so that they um, frog leaped our evolution by many thousands of years. They got a workforce to mine their gold, right? The workforce was not not always a very happy relationship there. Um, What they did with the DNA is they The DNA slots into energy centers or works with various energy centers in the body. And I'm not just talking about the seven main chakras. There's lots of energy centers in the body. And little bits of DNA plug into each or work with each one of those energy centers. And through that connection, you are able to tap into the universe and get just any knowledge that you want. A lot of that's been disabled. As we are awakening now, Those connections are being restored. So you get people up leveling. Right? So let's leave part that there for a moment and go to um, something else which has been going on. That is the evolution of the earth, Gaia herself. She got to the point where she was ready to um, evolve into the next state of her being, which is moving into the 5D. And that's what's happening at the moment. So maybe earlier, or maybe going back maybe 100 years or more, she put a call out to the universe saying, I'm ready to evolve. I've got all these 3D beings on this planet that are not going to make it if I evolve like I am. Um, so I need help. Okay. That call went out to the galactic Federation, and they um, got together, and they had these great halls where they pulled their beings into, um, all very highly evolved beings. They had something like 4.3 billion um, souls there, and they asked the question who, um, or actually before that happened, they had quite a lot of debate as to how they could best help the earth evolve, and they had to comply with the laws of non-interference and free will. So how do they come to the earth and take care of the mess that's here and help her evolve without interfering? What they came to was the fact that the best way they could help was for themselves to become humans, which means they had to go through a devolution. They had to unevolve themselves energetically to the point where they could then incarnate as humans to come to this planet to then help the process. So when we talk about people who know their star seats, that these are the people you're talking about, they've come here, some of them have been through many lifetimes here, some very few, but they are the people who answered that call to come here and help the Earth evolve. And that was the... Um, only way they could do it and still abide by the laws of the universe was to devolve, become human and evolve and have lifetimes here. And now that's sort of coming um, to a head where um, everything that's going on on the earth at the moment, all this craziness, is all about bringing up these what I call dark light energies so they can be seen, they can be dealt with, and... Um, the humans and the planet itself can evolve.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about um, the ascended masters? Because I know that you channel quite a bit um, from. I think it's from the Galactic Federation, is it? Um, but w- what are what are the ascended masters, and what is the Galactic Fre- Federation?
1: So, well, let's talk about the Galactic Federation first. So, all these beings, um, many of whom had their origins from this planet called Lyra, many um, there, and there are many other beings throughout the universes, um, which um, they've all come together and gone. Um, we that they formed this federation where they promote free will, um, non-interference with other people's evolution, um, and basically they, they it's almost like um, they look out for each other. Some of these um, groups that belong to the Galactic Federation have said, yeah, we'll, be, we'll become a member, but we don't want to become involved in what's going on. We just want to live our lives here on our planet and peace where we are. And they've gone, yep, that's fine. Um, so there's many other groups of beings um, that have formed the Galactic Federation. Some of the most active ones that are here with us at the moment will be the Palladians and the Arcturians and some of the Greys. The Anunnaki have come back here at this time as well. Since the time which they were here in mining gold, they have gone through their own process of evolution and they have come back here to learn as part of the process of learning their lessons about what they've done in the past and to help um, with the evolution that's going on now. So when the gods left here, um, according to many ancient texts, they said, we will return. So there you go. Um, So many of the beings which have walked on this earth, um, Ramtha being one of them, Buddha being another one, um, Jesus being another one, they are all enlightened beings, um, which means they have made that ascension leap into the 5D and beyond while they were here on the earth. That's my interpretation of an ascended master. There are many others which have done that, um, that we don't really know about. We haven't heard their stories, but those are just a few that we have heard. So the ascended masters um, they sit up there at the same level as your archangels, um, almost almost merging back with source, but not quite. They still mm-hmm. have an identity which is them. Um so Beautiful. that's the best that, that's the best way of describing the ascended masters, I think. Yeah.
0: Cool. So um, what what do you think? What do you think? Because I know you do a lot of channeling, and you 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 do you have you you are a uh, what we call a projector in the human design. So you and I are very very similar, and and you have a lot of open centers, meaning you understand the other very very deeply. Um, you also are a channel for information coming through. So what do you feel is happening at the on the planet right now? <clears throat> So, since
1: the time that Guy put out that call saying she wanted to ascend, um, there's been a lot of clearing of um, dark energies. Uh, I, my my description is dark light because everything's light. Some some stuff was lighter than other than others. So I call it dark light and light light. <laughs> that sounds a bit bizarre, but that's how I see it in my mind because. Everyone and um, all the beings are a part of creation. So we're in, um, we have this thing of duality. Now you can't have light without dark, you can't have love without hate, because how do you understand one without having the other? Because um, the whole of creation is all about source discovering itself. And it's done that by creating something which it is not, which is creation as we know it at the moment. So you get this duality, so so it can understand what it's not. Basically, it is now coming to the point where things um, are coming back to integrate. Instead of going in two different directions, like light and dark, things are starting to now come back together and uh, in, in harmony again. <clears throat> so um, I've just lost my train of thought with, with where I was going to go with that. By what's happening on the earth at the moment? So, we've got let's talk about what we would call the humans on the planet, and I'm being people that look like you and me, the people on the planet at the moment. I see there as being sort of two main groups um, there are those who have got their direct ascension from knuckle draggers from the trees, right? Then there's those who have come here to help. The ascension, um, the ascension of all the beings on the planet. So, i.e., oh yeah, your star seeds. So, to me, it's no surprise in the last few hundred years we've had such a population explosion on this planet because all these um, beings are coming in to help with the ascension process, and they've all agreed to play particular roles in that process. Some of those roles might be doing. Being nothing more than just being a good person on the earth, some are going to be leaders and and way showers. You know, I'm thinking of maybe the teal swans of the world and the lorry lads, and you know, um, Jesus when he was here on the face of the earth, he was one of them too. Um, so they've all um, played these particular roles to help raise the consciousness of the earth and get out of this three D matrix. Um, Oh, that's another whole topic we could talk about, too, is is the 3D matrix. What's going on is the um, most people refer to them as the reptilians. And I want to say just a couple of things about the reptilians before we go any further. A lot of people in the spiritual world see the reptilians as being all bad. That's totally wrong. Some reptilians have evolved. Some are actually 5D beings. As a race, they have not evolved. There are some individuals in that race who are not very evolved at all, some who are who are evolving. Uh, and it's a bit like if you um, came and looked at the earth and you said, okay, the human race on the earth, they um, war against each other, they keep each other as slaves. Now, what a bunch of... Um, Bastards, you know, uh, we wouldn't want to associate with them, but we all know that there are many good humans and a few bad humans. Same thing with reptilians. Um, As a race, they have not done this planet any favours they want. Because they are stuck in the 4D, they don't want the planet to ascend because they can't ascend with it. They would have to leave. So they are the ones who I call the dark lighters on the planet, they are the ones who are the energies behind what we would call the cabal or the um, uh, Illuminati. Um, they are the energies who are behind that. Who, And right now, they are putting up a hell of a fight trying to um, keep the old order. Of, And the old order is characterised by fear, manipulation, control, um, and keeping people living in the dark about who they really are and what they're capable of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that answer your question?
0: <laughs> yeah. So um all the people that are leaving right now. So we've had COVID, we've had um, we've had floods, we've I mean, we've always had people, a lot of people dying. I mean, life and death, right? Like it's birth and death is um a part of it's the only thing that we really know is true. <laughs> You're going to die. You were born. Um, there's free will. They're the only things that we actually know to be true. So there's a lot of people being wiped out right now. So why? What is your, what is your feeling on that?
1: I think um, because there's a couple of sides to that. One of them is there's a lot of people who at some level, at their higher self level maybe, are choosing not to evolve, not to up level into the 5d. maybe they are too comfortable in where they are in the 3d world and they don't want to move from there. That. That's one. Um, there's a lot of people who are part of their contract when they came here to help the earth evolve was to actually go through the death process as as one of the actions, to help wake up the rest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Um, um, but I, I th- that that's what I see. Um, in order for the earth to really evolve, we are we're overloading it. So I believe there's going to be a, a lot of depopulation around the earth. Um, mainly by people who Not. Some of them are choosing not to evolve. Some of them are not capable of evolving for for various reasons, and so they're going to be taken off this earth by whatever means, whether it be a virus, whether it be floods, fire, whatever. They're going to be taken, um, and they will go somewhere else to continue their evolution. Mm
0: -hmm. What do we need? Uh, What What do we require now? in this
1: time and age? I think understanding when you look at what's going on, the um, these dark lighters in the form of the cabal or the Illuminati, they are really picking up at the moment that a lot of their structures, um, this has been happening in various dimensions and um, behind the scenes, a lot of their structures are being taken apart um, what we're going to see, I think, we're going to see a huge change in um, world finances, um, world health, um, and these are global changes, um, and also in government structures. And what you're seeing in various places is people are starting to stand up and say, we don't want this anymore. Um, they have been become such masters in the art of manipulation and propaganda that a lot of people are totally unaware how controlled they've been, um, not in this lifetime, but in previous lifetimes as well. One small example of, of how they behave is from the time of Napoleon, um, they have um, planned and executed pretty much all the wars that have occurred on the face of the earth. And basically, what they do is they finance both sides. They are uh, They are controlling a lot of government and political figures. Um, Basically, what they do is they they gain control of these people either by blackmail or by incorporating them into their um, uh, cabal structures. Um, Now, I've got to be careful what I say. (laughs) Um, So, the whole of the human race is subject to huge manipulation and and we've been buying into um, what we see as truth that they've been promoting, which is all about them, keeping them in control behind the scenes. And so now all those structures at the moment are being taken apart. You see um, a lot of political uprising happening around the world at the moment. Um, this whole um thing with the viruses going around the world is a part of that. Um, Part of what's going on there is keeping people in a state of fear, um, whether they fear whether they're going to be alive, whether they're fearing for their family overseas, um, whether they're fearing for their own futures. Um, By keeping you in a state of fear, you're lowering your state of vibration, which then makes you more controllable by many other means best thing we can do to ride this through is um, as we experience these emotions of fear um, anxiety um, all these sorts of things, basically we go well, we know that this is temporary, this is, this is stuff coming up for us to deal with, so we experience it and we transmute it, knowing that that it is just a control mechanism that's being projected onto us
0: right that's um yeah so we actually do have control of the projections that are put onto us and i know um like you were talking about the matrix of the 3d um mm-hmm. and for for what i have experienced um after my awakening is that we do control our realities we, I know there's a certain amount of manipulation and a certain amount of external that um, influences and whatnot, um, but we can completely. We, we do have control. We we can create whatever we are desiring with aligned action, with um, and basically with you know we've we've got the we've got the um, law of attraction, but a law of attraction isn't enough. We actually have to take action. You know, and this is where I'm seeing a bit of duality as well as we've got the woo-woo over here going, oh, it's all coming to me. It's never going to just come to you. You have to be the person who, you know, jumps on that horse and, and takes that ride. And then we've got the um, other people who are action, 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 and they're not having that balance of that divine feminine, of that woo-woo. So therefore, um, you, you have to have both. You have that beautiful mixture as well. So when we talk about the 3D matrix, what is your take on that?
1: so oh, the 3D matrix, <clears throat> that's been put in place by these dark gliders. Um, and that is all about a control mechanism to keep the, um, people on this planet um, in a state of unknowing um, so that they can be controlled and used as a a workforce or for whatever the dark lighters want. Um, This whole thing like I was talking about before where our DNA got disconnected from our energy centres, once that DNA starts connecting with the energy centres, we start realising that we are fractal of source and once you understand that you are a fractal of source and you step into that knowing and and that energy then you you have the same power as source so you can create whatever reality you want for yourself and nothing can um, bring that down Um, saying those words and actually believing it and making it happen is another thing but Understanding that you are a fractal of source and that you have the same power as source—that's the start of the process where you um, reactivate those DNAs and you start to plug them back into your energy centers. And once once you actually believe it and start living it, then there's no control mechanism in the world that's going to be able to stop you. Mm. So,
0: yeah, beautiful. Okay, so um, something that we've been talking about for the last couple of years, because you have worked with me for a couple of years now nearly, it's been quite a while, is this new healing modality. Now, this has been coming through um very strongly, um, particularly in this last six months and I believe from what I've heard and um, from what Spirit really told me is coming into this next six months it's, it's 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 coming in now right a lot of my clients like yourself um holistic practitioners, very, very gifted souls, uh, very starseed, very here to make a big impact on the world are coming through with this new energy, including myself. So with my quantum key and um, I'm doing a lot of DNA stuff um, with my clients as well. So what do you know about that? Because you've been telling me this for years now about this new healing modality. I
1: think it's basically an, an up-leveling of what we've already had. I think if we if we go back in time a little bit and if we were told what healing was really all about back then, we just wouldn't have believed it, we wouldn't have been able to accept it. So the healing modalities which have come through, um, Reiki being but one of them, many others as well, they were turned down and tuned to what we were capable of working with and understanding at that time. As we are starting to up level and ascend, then we are being given um, better and tools to work with in in the healing space. To the point where um, some people are now able to channel source directly. um, Right now, that doesn't sound very interesting, I suppose, but um, basically, a lot of our energy systems in the body get blocked for various reasons. And once they're all unblocked, then you have total control over yourself. You're totally connected with the universe. And so to me, healing is about um, unblocking those energy channels. Mm, Beautiful. That's at a very simple level. If I to say the computers work by adding ones and zeros that's the sort of level i'm talking about with this there's a lot more that gets built on top of that like you sit at a computer and you play games and you're going well where's the ones and zeros i don't see it i see all this other stuff but sitting underneath it that's how a computer works it adds ones and zeros
0: mm. and it's, it's it's really interesting because that's uh, you did my um galactic light coding with me of course mm-hmm. and um That's exactly how I see it as a medium and as a channel. I'm seeing the cleaning out of the human, of the DNA. um, So then we can go in and shift it um, with the light beings, of course, because we're not here to do everything on our own. That would be ego, right? So we're here to connect. And I think more and more of these portals and channels are opening. opening. Um, and for those who have never really heard about this galactic talking, it probably sounds pretty far out for them because of um, what we have been told. So I just invite people to take what they want from this um, and just ask the question, you know, what else is possible with looking at things from a different perspective? You know, looking at things from a different way to open our expansion and, you know, what if nobody was wrong? What if it was always just a completely different perspective? And what if there was no right or wrong? What if whatever someone actually believed was their truth? Because whatever you do believe is your truth.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's one of the things that this earth was actually originally designed for for people to come here and experience whatever um, reality they wanted to create for themselves. And that's what the earth is going to get back to again. Mm. Um, So like with the um, new, I don't want to use the word new healing technique or new healing energies. I want to say the energies are up-leveling. Mm-hmm. And more of a, more of what they are is being revealed to us as we up-level. So one of the things I'm very much aware of is there's all these um, ascended masters out there, and when you um, up-level to the right place, you're able to use their energies. They've left their energies there for us to use for healing work and um, What we've been doing in the past, like with the Reiki, um, from my own experiences, you just go up and say, I'm just going to flow Reiki, and you expect the Reiki to flow where it needs to in the body. That's fine um, previously. What I'm getting now is that we can focus our intention as to what we want to do with that energy, um, and, and that's what we're being asked to do. We're being asked to... Focus, what is it that we are trying to achieve in this healing session for this person right now? Mm -hmm. They might have um, a problem with their hip. So you're going to focus your energy on um, dealing with whatever's creating the discomfort in that hip, for example. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. Awesome.
1: Yeah. I I know that there are some other people out there who are also seeing other parts of the... um, human aura field, um, and, and they're starting to work with what they call healing orbs. So these orbs, once you learn how to tap into them and you're in the right space to do that, basically what happens is there's an orb which is specifically designed for any particular issue you've got, and you can take those orbs and you can release the energy within that orb that will heal whatever that person's got at that time.
0: That actually blows my mind because my sister sent me a video the other day and there's orbs throughout the whole video.
1: Yeah.
0: So that, and she's, so, a, she's a psychic medium as well. Um, she's, yeah. Um, so awesome, Philip. You, We could talk forever because, and this is just literally the rundown of um, – you know, where we came from, where we're going. Um, I know that you've got some incredible stuff coming out soon so people can find you on higher evolution. Is there anything you want to add?
1: Well, we have barely touched the surface of this stuff. (laughs) We really have. We've hardly even made a scratch. Um, But for a lot of people who um, are only just starting their awakening journey, I mean, it's it's mind-blowing, all this stuff really is. And that's one of the things which I see around me as I'm going, wow, there's all these holistic um, practitioners out there who are right up to speed with a lot of this stuff. Um, maybe they've been going and, and just concentrating on, on what their partic- t- particular thing is. But having this sort of base knowledge to me is so important. Once you understand where you come from and what's happening, everything else makes sense and fits into place. And when you look at what's happening on the earth right now, you can see, okay, so all this um, craziness that's going on, these energies, these consciousnesses are being brought up. Um, these these lower vibrational things are being brought up to be dealt with, and that's what's causing all the craziness in the world. And the more crazy it gets, I go, yeah, bring it on, because the more crazy it gets, the faster the stuff is going to be dealt with and the sooner that we're going to make that breakthrough into evolving through the 4D into the 5D reality. Um, When when that happens, it's not all love and light and and singing kumbaya around a fire on the beach, you know. (laughs) You still will have a, a 3D aspect to your existence, but you have to match that with where your consciousness is evolving to in the 5D.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. you'll still you will still have to cook your dinner at night you'll still have to you know perform all those other 3D functions but you'll do it from a completely different space of knowing
0: and you know the the good the most amazing thing is cuz I'm bringing this into my next program as well um with uh, different dimensions and the fifth dimension is all heart. It's all love. It's all and it's funny because I just pulled you some cards before this podcast, right? And um, it's all about heart. It's all about love. It's all about expansion. And that is what the earth requires for the healing right now. The um we no longer can be in this consciousness of fear and hate because the duality, you know, that that is what we're doing, but we need to know how to um, how to. Be in a harmony.
1: What people are having at the moment is learning how to navigate through all this stuff that's going on at the moment.
0: Harmony. It's so
1: easy. Mm. So easy to fall into this trap of fear and disbelieving anything that you see on on, on the news, you know? Um yeah. that the, the mainstream media all around the world is so manipulated and controlled. Um it's unreal. And but if you know where to go on various other platforms. You can see so much stuff. Mm. For example, one one of the things I'm interested in is, is UFOs. There's so much UFO activity happening around the world at the moment, it's just unreal. But do you see any of it in the news? No, you don't. Because if people start to see that, then they're going to question everything else that they've been taught.
0: Oh, yeah, that is another conversation. I love UFOs. I was totally freaked out about them until I started experiencing, of course, the light language and um, a lot of different stuff. And it's just so, so fascinating. So coming back to gratitude, coming back to love, coming back to expansion, to community, to um, evolving and instead of externally, and I talk about this a lot in my podcast, of course, and in my trainings and all, all the things I do, is instead of externally trying to find the answers, they are within us. So like you said, you can, you can find the platforms, you can get the information, you can learn, of course. We've got people like yourself who we can learn from. But at the end of the day, like if we come home to ourselves, we've got we know we know. I want to say right from wrong, but like there's there's kind of not what I'm, you know what i like for lack of better wording. We know what is required for ourselves to live in purpose, to live on purpose, to be in the frequency of love and joy, because that is when the where the change happens, right?
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: On the basic level. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
1: all we have to do yeah. in be. Yeah. Beautiful. So, like I say, we've only just touched the surface of so many things here, and it's like we could talk all day and all night about all of those. But how mm-hmm. um, are we mm-hmm. going for time?
0: Yeah, so thank you so much for joining us and I know that you have um, some amazing stuff coming up very, very soon. So you guys can check out the show notes so you can find where Philip is if you want to know more, see what he's up to. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today, Philip.
1: My pleasure. I hope everybody who's listening has gotten something out of it and like with all this stuff, take what resonates with you.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, some of the stuff you (laughs) may not um, accept or believe and that's fine you're you're creating your reality you're living your reality so take what's right for you and you can leave leave the rest beautiful
0: thank you so much and i'll see you guys next time thanks philip Bye. bye And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.